right, and welcome to In Rhythm. I am your host, Colton G, and today we are joined by a Vancouver-based singer-songwriter who channels her Yoruba and Igbo heritage with her bold and beautiful and innovative Afro R&B sounds. And she is doing that oh so well with her new track, Intuition. Of course, I'm talking today about my guest, Shaday Owele. How's it going today, Shaday? It's going good. Happy to be here. Very happy to have you. I have been grooving this track. I love the energy. I love the (laughs) vibe of the song. And of course, it's the first thing I want to dive into here is how did this uh this groovy track this smooth r and b uh what i believe it seems to be a, a bit of a love song a, a hopeless romantic sort of vibe is what yeah. i'm getting from things where <laughs> where exactly did this uh song begin to take shape honestly it's one of those songs that developed over a period of time and um i i always see i got the lyrics which is just so weird. I got the lyrics of the song before the actual melody or instrumentation. And um, I think it was really just my state, my current state of being at that time. And um, yeah, like it's, it, it really comes from me following my intuition and all of the fears that surrounded that. And so I just started writing and it was from a very vulnerable place. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Facing a little bit of fear, you say there, um, getting a little uh, vulnerable. So what were some of those risks that maybe you were afraid to take? Yeah. Oh, man, there were so many of them. I think just my life in in general, falling in love, um, facing obstacles when it comes to music, challenges and trying to overcome those challenges in my life. Um, There was just I was I was going through I was in the depths of just experiencing so much at that time. And I think that was the same year um, when when I first started writing Intuition. That was back in 2021. Um, And I I lost my father that same year. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, I just want to, I want to be able to tap in and step into the things that make me feel free, that make me feel alive. Like life is so short. And like, I just want to be able to experience all of it. Um, And so that was sort of what my intuition was telling me at the time. But of course, I was still surrounded by this fear of like, you know, if I take all these leaps and bounds, like what if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, what, or what if it does? And so, um, it was, there was, I, I was, it was like a whirlwind at the time, like whirlwind of emotions and thoughts and feelings. And, um, and then I just started writing from that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as human beings, we can second guess ourselves, um, so very much. I mean, not yeah. just as artists, as musicians, but even like you say, like the topic of love, is that something that like so many people are, you know, second guess and like, yeah. sometimes you get afraid of doing it. But as you say, like, what if it does work out right? Is yeah, it's like, exactly. it, then it, at that moment, it's worth taking the risk. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's, love is such a, it's funny how something that brings so much fulfillment and so much happiness also surrounds us with this feeling of of almost like it's daunting like oh I'm I'm giving so much of myself to this person like what if what if what if and it, it love definitely ha- takes like a huge element of trust as well like to just be like all right it's going to it's going to be okay it's going to be cool 
Mm-hmm. You definitely yeah. have to have trust, and it's um, hopefully if you're giving so much of somebody, you're get getting a little bit back too, yeah. right? <laughs> hopefully, oh gosh, last thing you want is just pouring out your whole heart and soul, and the person's just like, eh, not interested. <laughs> We don't want that. <laughs> no, if that's the case, got, get on out of there, girl. Get yeah. on out of there. <laughs> that's that's not the one. <laughs> uh, so we've talked a little bit about how um, the song is about taking risks, about, you know, sort of um, embracing the things that you want to do inside of your life. Uh, when it came to the production of the song, I know that you've sort of start, began to step into the world of producing. So... Um, as for like that aspect of everything, mm-hmm. take us behind what that was like for you. Yeah, definitely. I think um, producing has definitely been another thing that felt very, I wouldn't say daunting, but it just felt very broad. And I, I just knew that there's always all these sounds and ideas in my head that I'm never always able to translate um, using a DAW or using a MIDI. And I... I Thanks to, you know, I, I don't know if we already talked about this yet, but being a part of Women in the Studio was probably one of the best things that could have happened to me just because I was around other women who were like, yeah, I feel the same. Yeah, I walk into the spaces and sometimes I have imposter syndrome or yeah, sometimes I doubt myself. And it's like, I don't know why I'm doubting myself because the ideas I have make perfect sense. Like, you know, and just being around them definitely like reinforced um, my confidence Um, my ability to just try different things. So I was in the process of trying all sorts of different sounds. Some of them will be released in in the future. Some of them, maybe not. Um, But it just allowed me to uh, uh, express what I wanted to express through music with a lot of freedom. Um, And so in that space, um, I still work with producers. Like I still work with people who are you know, more experienced than than I am. So in, on this EP, uh, sorry, on this single, for example, uh, it's a collaborative um, effort. Intuition is a three-part collaborative effort. There are three producers, <laughs> so two others in addition to myself. Um, and I remember Christopher, he goes by Nima Beats on uh, on Instagram. And uh, he, he we'd been talking for a while about, okay, maybe we should collaborate on something, collaborate on a sound or something. And then I was like, you know, why don't you send me like, well, what do you got going on? Like, send me something. So he sent me this thing, the Nima Beats. He sent me this really cool piano loop on SoundCloud. Like he had like, you know, you know how people do. We all have all these private links on SoundCloud. And I was like, this is really dope. And then I just started, at the time, I had already written the lyrics to Intuition with no melody, nothing. And you know how it is. You're just jamming. You're trying out different things. And then I was, I started singing the song. And I was like, I like this. And I was like, hey, can you send me the stems to this? <laughs> and that was sort of like the starting point. He sends me the stems. I'm like, okay, are you cool with me sort of taking this to a different level and just adding in live instrumentation and adding in some, you know, extra samples here and there? Like, are you cool with that? So in the beginning part of it, we still maintained like that, you know, that piano loop that you hear in the beginning came from the original version. And then from there, we just sort of, transformed it into what it is now so it was really cool how he was like yeah just go for it like do whatever you want to do with this so that so it was a very method methodological process like first it was I think for the most part we kept the drums because I really loved the drum pattern on it I thought it was so well done um and then brought in session players brought in a key player brought in a bass player then it got to a certain point and then I was sitting on it for a while and I was like you know that feeling when you're like 
this needs more. And I couldn't quite place like what it needed. So I just had it on repeat, like for a while, I would listen to it over and over again, the, the demo version of intuition. And then I was like, okay, I think I know what this needs. This needs strings and horns. <laughs> and the old me would have been like, oh, it's fine. It's gotten as far as it needs to. But now taking on that role and just having that greater confidence, I was able to communicate that uh, with my co-producer and be like, I want strings and I want horns. Like, I really want this to expand in a beautiful way because I was I really wanted to translate what I was hearing into the sound and, and onto the point where it felt like, OK, this is a nice body of work. So it definitely wasn't one of those songs where you just step into the studio and then the next day it's done. It was like months of growing it and developing it into what it sounds like now so yeah i'm, I'm really proud of it <laughs> and i like how um you say there like it builds and it like builds into this production and i like how that sort of fits like the vibe the theme of the lyrics of mm. going from maybe something that's a little small and like oh yeah. no i'm afraid of all these things but like as you start to like branch out and release yourself into the world and you realize just all of these things that you're capable of and it's like you exactly. yourself become grand just like the sort of like the vibe of the music yeah exactly exactly like that's and it's almost like that first leap of faith that first fear facing thing it's almost like when you go through it it gives you this I don't know if it's like an, a euphoric feeling or if it releases some endorphin like it just does something to you that just makes you realize, oh, that was amazing. Like I felt so fulfilled in this. And then the next thing you know, you're able to deal with greater fears and greater fears and greater fears and greater fears. The next thing you know, you're just like, like you said, and you're achieving and accomplishing all the things that, you know, you want to because you're you're just taking it head on. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. For mm -hmm. sure. And you mentioned earlier there, um, continuing to work with other producers and having yeah. been a part of the uh Women in the Studio by Music Publisher mm -hmm. Canada, um, sort mm -hmm. of masterclass um, sort of thing that they put on. And mm -hmm. I like how, you know, you're just continuing to surround yourself with people. And because in the class, you mentioned how it helped you with being able to be around people, see like what their vibes are, what their energy mm -hmm. is, and then like continuing to surround yourself with other producers. I feel like yeah. that's continuing to add like hey, I have this idea. What do other people think? Oh, it's legit. Exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. That's my, that's like, honestly, my favorite part. And I love that a lot of the producers I surround myself with, they've been doing it for way longer than I have, but they're still so nice. And they still give me, I don't know why I was always so afraid to even like communicate with producers. Cause then I realized I'm like, oh, we had the same idea there. So it wasn't so stupid. Okay, cool. Like, you know, and it's nice to be able to, you know, bounce off my demos and send it to them and be like, Hey, what do you think I should add to like this hook? Or what do you think I should add to this part? Like, I feel like this section's missing something. I can't quite figure it out. Um, and then also just studying the greats and seeing that that's what a lot of them do too. Like, yes, they, you know, these artists are um, known for their craft, but they also communicate with each other, like whether it's Timberland or whether it's Pharrell or whether it's, you know, what other massive producers that are out there in the world, some of them sometimes get plugins from each other or, you know, whatever else, like in, in each level, collaboration makes the project even more beautiful, more special. So, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's what do what does one person hear compared to another person, and like where do those yeah. ideas meet? Where do they match? Right, like you say, it's exactly. like oh my god, this person has the same idea, or something yeah. of like a person could be like, I never thought of it that way, but now that you yeah. say it, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. And one other thing that's been a uh, really cool for you, I can imagine, is the music video for Intuition has been featured on like three different film festivals, I believe. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if all three of them have happened, but I'd be like Vancouver, yeah. Toronto, Atlanta. Like, yeah. uh, the yeah. video is uh, getting some pretty good review, I must say. Take us behind what uh, what is that like to have the music video being featured on those big stages? Yeah, no, it it feels really amazing. Like, I think, um, I think initially when we put out the video, when we were going to put it out, we we weren't really sure like what how we wanted to present it. I just knew that it was very cinematic. Like it wasn't like your typical performance music video. Like we took it to a different direction. And so it just felt every time I showed it to people, like before it came out, like to like my team of people, they were always like, This is very this is like a film. And I was like, Yeah, I know, right? And then it's so it just organically happened that we're like, let's let's submit this to film festivals. Like, why not? Like it it really gives you that feeling. Um, and it deserves to be in those spaces. So we submitted it with without anything, like without thinking much about it. We're like, okay, if it gets in, cool. If it doesn't, you know, it it is what it is, kind of thing. And then one after the other, the first one was uh the Toronto Short Film Festival. Uh, that was last month um in March. And then the second one was the oh no, sorry. The first one was the Paris the Paris uh, Short Film Festival. Um, so that w- that happened. And the second one was the Toronto Short Film Festival. And then now uh, next week, um, so the 23rd of April, it's going to be showcased at the Atlanta Film Festival. Um, and so all three of them, I'm just like, holy. And then the Atlanta, it just, it just kept getting better and better. Like, the, like each one's good. Like each one has their own thing to offer. But the Atlanta one um, is an Oscar qualifying festival. So they're actually festival, they're actually films that, um, are shown there short films that end up getting um, awards and those awards help those filmmakers to you know apply for the Oscars if they, if they wanted to go that direction so it's just like what <laughs> this is crazy um, so you know learning about that um, is very exciting and and getting to um, be a part of that it's just such a huge honor because I, I don't think when we made it like I knew it was special but I was like geez like wow y'all really like this huh like you like this like this so it it feels really good to be recognized in that way mm-hmm. and I just yeah. want to take a moment to recognize who helped you to uh, put this music video together Oh my gosh, like incredible group of people. So Bruna Arbex is the director of this music video. Um, and we had been talking about making a music video for a while, I think probably for a year before we actually finally got to create this one. Um, and so it was it was really special getting to work with her and just having just all female-led um, filmmakers and producers on this. Um, Marginal Factory as well, they were involved in the production aspect and they helped to put the crew together and it was a two-day shoot and they did such a good job in making sure that everyone was fed, everyone was comfortable, like it was so organized. I was like, this is like incredible treatment. <laughs> like they just did such a beautiful job um, and they made it very special. Um, our um, videographer was Azale. 
and Azeo was um man there's like these clips I really need to, I really need to like put some behind the scene clips up like once the Atlanta Film Festival is done I'm going to start putting out some behind the scenes but you see him like what that beautiful shot in the water when they're you know sort of running into the water like you see him behind the scenes like running with the camera and there was someone else who also assisting him this massive red camera and just doing it like with so much joy and uh it was it was really great to see that and then Cassandra uh Cassandra was um the um set designer for all the all the spaces all the rooms um and she was also the costume um she was also the uh creative designer like for the costumes and everything um and even all the costumes being brought on by Sarah Armstrong like at the last minute she helped and donated like all of her different types of costumes for for the shoot was just really special um and yeah so it was just surrounded by a lot of incredible people who who helped to bring this to life yeah wow. Wow, fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. And if anyone listening to this hasn't checked out the music video yet, definitely uh, go ahead and do that. I will oh, throw yeah. some links for you to go ahead and do that. And mm -hmm. Of course, it isn't just the film festivals that are going to be or who uh, will be hearing themselves a little bit of intuition. You also have uh, some pretty good, uh, some pretty big upcoming showcases, Canadian Music yeah. Week, North by... Yeah. Northeast, you're also doing yeah. like a Talon Music Week yeah. um, as well. You got some pretty big shows coming your way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know it hasn't really sunk in yet. I'm just like, yeah, this thing's happening, but it <laughs> hasn't sunk in yet. Um, I'm very excited about it. Talon Music Week is happening in, in just over a month from now. Um, and it's going to be my first time in Estonia uh, going with the band um, and to showcase uh, music and all of that. So really, really glad that I'm getting to do this um, with people who I've been playing with for some time now. It just makes the experience all the more special. Um, and then also for the Canadian Music Week and North by Northeast, um, these are festivals that I've been aware of for some time. So it's, it's just really nice to be a part of that and to get to showcase uh, the music in the GTA scene. So very excited to be doing that with the band as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Doing, you're taking the full band out to Estonia. Oh, I wish it was the full band. <laughs> We've been, yeah, we we go anywhere from like a five piece to a seven piece, depending on what we're doing. And um, our seven pieces are, ooh, it's an experience for sure. Uh, but we're we're gonna be a five piece for this one. All right, all right. Well, anyone in Estonia or anybody in Toronto, go ahead and check yeah. out both of those events. Go ahead and get yes. yourself some Shade Awele yeah. inside of your <laughs> life. Maybe hear some more uh, upcoming tracks during those sets because I believe you have yeah. an upcoming EP on the way as well. That's right. Have an upcoming EP. Very excited about it. Doing some uh, finishing touches to it right now. And yeah. It's gonna be good. Awesome. I hope. Awesome. <laughs> I hope people enjoy it. <laughs> Perfect. Any uh, yeah. any other hints you can give us towards that EP, or was that uh, fairly <laughs> under wraps for now? Okay, okay. <laughs> but it will be special. I can say that for sure. It's gonna be special. It's gonna be different. It's gonna show how much I've evolved as an artist um, and the direction that I want to go with my sound. All right. Perfect. Perfect. And of course, we have been discussing uh some of the things that have happened so far this year some of the upcoming things what are some of your other goals here for uh 2023 
My other goals here is to be on the cover of L. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I'm speaking it into existence so that if it happens, I can look back at this video and be like, oh, nice. But uh, yeah, no, I want to just, I want to keep collaborating with different artists. I want to uh, continue working on new music. Um, and I really want to allow myself to um, absorb different sounds from different genres. And just this is a year, I think, for me to learn, even though it's a huge showcasing year. It's also a year that I just want to learn in all the spaces that I'm going to be privileged to be in. I want to learn from people and just grow as an artist. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So what is mm -hmm. something that helps you keep your life in rhythm? Oh, man. Oof. Sleep. <laughs> Big sleep and prayer. Prayer helps to keep my life in rhythm. Um, family, that foundation, does not, nothing can break that. Um, and the forest. I love going out. I love being surrounded by nature. Um, it just creates this greater perspective that reminds me that um, there's so much more to life other than I'm just playing like a little part in in the big picture. So it just puts things in perspective. Awesome. Awesome. What is your favorite thing about spring? My favorite thing about spring is that it's not too hot and it's not too cold. So I, I like my fashion style in the spring. <laughs> in the summer, it's too hot. So I can't just wear anything, but spring allows me to still sort of balance out my looks in a way that I like. So can be yeah. cool and comfortable <laughs> at the same time. Exactly. Cool hey. and comfortable. Hey, exactly. all right. What was the last concert you attended? <laughs> Ooh, the last concert I attended, um, I think I want to say it was Burn a Boy, but I feel like that was no, actually I did some in the fall. It might have been the weekend. I think the weekend might have been either the weekend or Kendrick Lamar. Okay. One of those. I went to a lot of concerts last year. It was, it was <laughs> I, I was I went to a lot of concerts. So I'm gonna go with Kendrick Lamar. I think that might have been the last concert that I went to. Yeah. Okay. I had to get a lot of shows in after not being able to for a couple of years, right? Exactly. I was like everywhere. <laughs> I went to Snow Allegra, Lucky Day. <laughs> um, yeah, it was everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. What is your favorite snack? Oh, my favorite snack. Does ice cream count as oh, a snack? Absolutely. Okay, so definitely ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Who inspires you? Who inspires me? Wow, that's a loaded question. There's there's a lot of people that inspire me for different reasons. Um, there's a lot of incredible women in my life um, that are that I'm privileged to be close to. Um, and the way that they've lived their lives, they're all my mentors in different ways, whether it's from just being badass working women in their spaces and in their spheres and leaders, or whether it's some of them are even stay at home moms, but then they're just killing it in that sphere. Um, so definitely the women in my life inspire me. Perfect. Awesome. All right. And last question for you before we go there. Is there, what is the best place to follow you to connect with you today? Ooh, the best place to follow me, to connect with me, definitely Instagram, Shade underscore Awele, S-A-D-E underscore A-W-E-L-E. 
Um, but that being said, my website is also a great place. It's all, it always stays up to date and uh, you can contact me on there if you have any questions. Sometimes I have people sending me some nice notes. So I always appreciate a nice note. Um, and so, yeah, Instagram, my website and all pretty much any social platform. If you search Shadi Awele, you're probably going to find me there. <laughs> all right. All right. Definitely go ahead. Send her a nice note. I'll put some links in the description to today's interview. Of course, here is the last question. How has the formation, the creation, the production, all of these things that have gone into intuition, maybe even this upcoming EP, how has this process helped you to grow as a person? Wow, good question. Um, it has allowed me to understand that in a deeper way that nothing ever goes the way that you plan it. Life will always sort of throw curveballs that you either that you just have to ride with the wave, essentially. Um, and it's never going to be perfect. But what matters most is sort of the fulfillment that you get out of it. So it has allowed me to try to kind of change my perspective of what I define as success. Uh, because I think in the beginning, I was hoping I would get all these like massive grants and all these different things. But then when the reality sort of steps in and you have to sort of work with each other, work with what you have, it it creates a different level of appreciation that we can even create the art in the first place. Um, so yeah, that's what I'd say. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I thank you for sharing that growth, that knowledge with us. And of course, thank for you. joining us here today on the In Rhythm uh, podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for checking out today's interview here on In Rhythm with me, your host, Colton G. You can find links to support today's guest in the description to this episode. You can also find some links to go ahead and follow In Rhythm as well as myself on your favorite social media platforms. I hope to hear from you. Please, please go ahead and subscribe to In Rhythm. That would make me oh so happy. And what else would make me happy is if you have yourself a beautiful day. I hope that you enjoyed what you heard here. And until next time, my friends, stay beautiful. Yeah. <laughs>